Why would I do a job poorly when I could pay someone to do it well for me? You have a guy for it. Everyone, yeah, you have so a guy for things, that, like, right? I get it hellish because my dad's a mechanic by trade and Paul's a plumber. Oh, And I'm okay. an office worker who can't even fuse a plug. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, fucking, I'm just a big silly bastard in the family. But if someone has an issue with their meter, you're all over that shit. Like you're... Oh, I've been out the customer service for a few years now, so I probably don't even know how to do that anymore. You're in business. Oh, yeah. I wear suits and thing there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's premier podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dots. Do I need to go through the names again, you think? Can do. I? It's because it feels like we've only been here a couple of days ago, which we were, but people won't actually hear this till next week, so. That's true, yes. El Grande Nippes. El Grande Nippes. The Big Nipper. Yeah. Pod Daddy. Pod Daddy. Cons man. Cons man. Who came up with that? Is that you? That's me, yeah. You can't give yourself, I'm going to take that one away from you. You can't come up with your own nickname. No, you can't. You can't. Is that no, just, just a given rule? Yeah? Is that true? Yeah, you can't give yourself. All right, well, give it to me. I want it. Dickhead. After that, that's what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Got your old dandy Mac on the ones and twos. What's happening? We are also joined this week by Alex McClintock of Andy's Man Club. How are you, mate? Not bad, mate. Thanks for having us. Oh, thank you very much for coming on, man. Um, what we'll do is we usually go through a bit of housekeeping and then we'll get in with chat to you a little bit. Sure. Um, so first up this week, our show is sponsored by Stevie Max Skate School. Yeah. Get in touch with Stevie Max Skate School on Facebook. All ages and abilities are catered for. Get your kid into something new. I don't, uh, well, first of all, word with dots. Word with, oh shit, sorry. It's all right. I rolled right past it this week. Word with dots. It must be unmissable this week. Uh, <laughs> it's not, no. Uh, regret is lazy energy. It doesn't change the past and it won't shift the future. Andy, you seem like a guy who doesn't have many regrets. Is that true? No. No, no regrets. <laughs> not one. I like that about you. I'm trying to say that. I'm, I seem like a man who Oh, yeah, you, you're full of regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Daily, man. Daily. <laughs> My life is littered with them. <laughs> one big regret. <laughs> um, you, uh, you got the Patreons up? Nope. <laughs> I don't have the Patreons up. Um, sorry, guys. We're a bit ruffled because like, this is the second show I've done in a week. I always feel like we're a little bit. Yeah, and we'll, 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 we'll pull back the curtain. It was a bit of a, a scheduling snafu. We thought it was 7.30, but it was actually 6.30. But it actually worked out being being all right yeah, because I was in town anyway. Jordan has just... I, I had to go to Wee Man's training, but he wasn't there, so I then managed to escape early. Jordan Sorry. said, hey, uh, I hate you kids, and then just ran out of there. Kicked at least three <laughs> of them. Did I... Did I... Did I <laughs> what happened? So last Thursday... Um, it was a wee man's football training, uh, and one of the kids' wee brothers was there. And he's only about four, and the rest of them were about ten. He's a wee Rajas kid, great wee boy called Leo. And uh, we were here, and I gave him a copy because there were only like six kids at training for one reason or another. What's copy? So it was like two on two. So it was like two teams, like four teams of two. First goal goes through to the next round. It's like an elimination game. Okay. Scottish people know what copy is. Yeah. That's a. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I'm not Scottish. Sorry, bro. <laughs> but um, so the kid, he's the kid's football daft. So we let him come on. Mm-hmm. Me and him were on a team. Now at one, so I was running. I had the ball. Was dribbling the ball, and he was behind me. And then I kicked the ball. Never looked, and this wee bastard's run in front of me. Oh, and no. it's sconed him in the hand. 
Oh, no. So he's bursting out greeting his mum and dad. Ah, it's all right, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Has he no fractured his wrist? <gasps> Have I no fractured the wee boy's wrist? So you're a child abuser, is yeah, that what you're telling Yeah, <laughs> I felt hellish. <laughs> so the oh. next day I seen him, it was like, I was like texting, his dad's a good friend of mine. He's like, don't even worry about it, it's an accident. We shouldn't have let him play, blah, blah, blah. So I, I still felt horrible. You would, yeah. So I was in Asda, <laughs> like, should. before I went to the football on Sunday, I was like, I bought him the biggest bag of milky buttons I could find, because they're his favourite. Yeah. So texting his dad, what toys does he like? I'm in the toy section of Asda. <laughs> what did I got? You've done enough damage. But then, let's like say, we're still pals, because he came running up and gave me a big hug, so we're still mates. Okay. But I tell him if he fucks with me again, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to the head next time. Got the Patreons up Patreons, now. Patreons, yes. Um... Maybe it's worth rehashing what the Patreon is, I guess. So, yeah, so again, for those of you who are new to the podcast, the Patreon is uh, helps us keep the lights on. Uh, small donations, what you can, helps us pay for Podbean, uh, the digs, T-shirts. Andy Mack, he's, uh, Andy, he has an expensive price tag, Andy uh, Mack. Just renegotiated Andy <laughs> Mack's contract. Two-year deal, Yeah, no, worth millions. I come off worse than that than having my divorce, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get sacked for gross negligence. Oh, sorry, oh. Yeah, soon I'm like, gross misconduct. Mate, we'll talk about that off air, actually. <laughs> the fact finds. Coming up for Randy's peer review. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, patrons, just give as little or as much as you can. Anything's appreciated. And it's just, it helps us do what we're doing. Uh, and not do it at a loss. Yeah, exactly. Which is fair. Yeah. We spend a lot of time doing this stuff, so yeah. that's, that's good. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, carry on. Uh... Ali Cook, Ali Cook left extensive feedback on the That's Patreon, we'll, 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 on our I'm sorry, our Facebook page. We'll get into that a bit. I feel like he challenged our, our parenting skills at one point. That's <laughs> fine. We'll get into that. Uh, Andy Henderson, uh, this next person I need to apologize to because um, I did mention on the on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that I've ran into someone in the gym who was talking about the podcast, and I was a bit confused. <laughs> uh, it was Callum McLaughlin. Callum McLaughlin. Callum McLaughlin. Okay. So uh, thank you for listening, Callum. And um, next time I see you in the gym, you, you hopefully you can spot. He's going to say, "Hey, so. Kyle. Hey, Callum. How are you, Callum? <laughs> Good to see you, Callum. You doing well? Shake your, shake your hand vigorously. Yes. This next person, I can never forget about that. <laughs> Chopstick sixty nine. Uh, I'm not going to uh, say this person's name, his first name, but his last name is McCaffrey. You want to say his first name? Craig. Because we put up a poll on our Facebook page, and people don't like the way I say that name. It's because you said it wrong. You said Craig. <laughs> Craig. I'm, Craig. Okay. All right. Well, I I take that as an attack. Good. Uh, and you should do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making sure you do. Asshole. Um, <laughs> Mr. McCaffrey, thank you. Uh, Danielle Miller, Davey Forrett, Fraser Riffey. Um, Fraser's bringing in a lot of different things for Riffey Print. Have you seen no, this? He's, he's making hard, signs. He's, and hard. he's a hustler. Best thing, did, best thing he did was these t shirts, though. Fra- uh, yes, the t shirts. I got, Fraser, I got if you're fucking ramen on my t shirt earlier. Sorry. You slob. <laughs> That's what's good about having the black t shirts. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. As soon as I put it on, I was like, should I put this on before I eat my tea? Fuck it. I'm a, I'm a near 30 year old man. I can eat my dinner without spilling it. No, two mouthfuls. Blush. Listen to how big a slobs we are. We're, we're buying t-shirts that are darker just to keep the food stains hidden. That's, That's not working hard, mate. It's working smart. <laughs> uh, Fraser, yeah, if you're hiring, let me let me know. I'll do some like social media or something for you. Please shit at it. Help, help me. Uh, Ian Shepard, Nate Black. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Yeah, Ralphie Roggs. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> it was late. Um, Ralphie Roggs. Ralphie tried to sneak in. We were talking about, we put up a post about um, having the Monkey Sword Fight live show. He was like, oh, free pints for the Patreon users? I was like, all right, sell down. Oh, free ticket, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's free ticket. Yeah, we did agree on that. We did agree on that. You're on the VIP list. You don't want to get Ralph drunk either. No, no. I'm just joking. He's, nah, he's a good guy. He's a good laugh when he's drunk. 
um, Roddy Bader, and Stash. Big boy Stash. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Uh, boys. That's so, um, I don't know if we've had much feedback apart from Ali. Because um, um, Ali is, again, Ali was messaging me as well just because fucking Boris Johnson's come out as like the far, favorite, the f- big favourite. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, so wait, can someone explain what that means though? So, so I saw the list of people and so does that mean that like, the first two have to square off for votes? Or? I, don't know, I, just, I don't know if it's just an opinion poll at the moment. I think it keeps going until there's only two left. Oh, Jesus. Mm. So That's hard going. Yeah, it is hard going. Uh, anyway, <laughs> carry on. Uh, we did get some feedback earlier today from Mike Malloy. Mike Malloy, yes, of um, a friend of uh, PJ and Alana from Night and Day Podcast. Yes, uh, international we are, guys. Yeah. Uh, he wrote, hey guys, long time listener. Okay, not that long. PJ and Alana got me listening in 20, late 2018. Um, would you consider throwing the links to your Facebook posts? Uh, I'm sorry. Would yeah. you consider throwing links on your Facebook posts to some of the stuff you've been watching and listening to? I do love trying out new stuff. All the best to you. So thanks, Mike. Yeah, um, Mike. That was the plan initially, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was made That's my a Spotify playlist. So if there was stuff we've been listening to, like podcasts or any music, mm-hmm. we could put it all together there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's well, t- we, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make every effort. Uh, yeah, Sp- I don't have Spotify. That's the thing. I do. Well, yeah, if you do, then I you do, can do yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I'll take that on board. Well, we can do. <laughs> I'll take that offline. Is that your takeaway? I'll take that offline. <laughs> so yeah, we can do a YouTube one because most of the stuff we have is on YouTube. Um, I wish you could well, do like a Netflix. YouTube playlist. Yeah, and make it for the channel. Yeah. Could do that. This yeah. feels like stuff we should talk about off air. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's like a meeting here. And yeah. I'd appreciate a good work after you replied back to him. So thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks for listening. And we'll yeah, therefore, like I say, we, we could go into and Ali Cook's feedback, but that could take an entire episode. But it is on the Facebook page. Yeah, Have you well, got something you want to dug into? No, we'll we'll, t- we'll touch into it. We'll, we'll we'll speak with our guest first, yes. and then we'll go we'll go back to, to Ali stuff. Excellent. So, like you said, just thank you very much for bearing with us, housekeeping and no, that. So we are joined by Alex McClintock of Andy's Man Club. Uh, thank you very much for coming along, mate. Um, so let's just go right off the bat. What is Andy's Man Club? Take Andy's, us. Uh, Andy's Man Club is basically a peer support group for men uh, over the age of eighteen who might be struggling, going through a storm, being through a storm, or just want to meet like-minded men to help them get through life. Excellent. And uh, obviously, there's especially in the last couple of years, there's been a massive push mm. um, to get especially young men talking about their mental health. Mm. So we won't, we won't go into it. We won't go into yourself. We'll get to yourself as well. But so, how did Andy's Man Club come about, and what was what's the story behind uh, it? April 2016, a young man from Halifax called Andy Roberts unfortunately took his life by suicide. No warnings, uh, and as you can imagine, the family were absolutely devastated. Eh? Um, his brother-in-law, Luke Ambler, who a, was a professional rugby league player, done a lot of like, lifestyle coaching and a, a bit of work in mental health and decided enough was enough. There was too many young men taking their lives in, in the area of Halifax. Eh? So he uh, put a post on Facebook. Uh, a couple of weeks later, they had a, a meeting in a coffee shop and then guys turned up uh, just basically to shoot the shit and just, mm-hmm. just get out and, and get uh, socialising, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that was... Th- Almost three years ago in June that we, we started. Um, we brought it up to Scotland in September 2017. Um, so it's gone from one wee club in Halifax to now 20 clubs. Wow. Uh, and we had 503 men attend on Monday night across all the UK, that's which amazing. is huge. Yeah, that's absolutely really huge. So is it one night across the UK? One night. It's, doing, it's every Monday night, 7 till 9. Okay. Um, so we meet at McDermott Park, but we've also got one in Dundee and one in Dunfermline in Scotland. Uh, the rest are predominantly Yorkshire and then down into Devon as well. We've got a couple of groups down there. So firstly, uh, it was a Monday night that Andy took his life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And statistically, seven to nine on a Monday night is when most men take their, their own life. Really? Yeah, wow. uh, which is quite scary. Any research into why, though? No, but just us talking over it, it's maybe just the dip after the weekend, you're yeah. going back to work, you need to get a doctor's appointment or whatever, mm-hmm. things are getting on top of you, and you just, enough's enough, eh? Yeah. Um, and you, you just don't seem to be getting anywhere, so... Um, 75% of all suicides in the UK are male, mm. um, which is quite scary. Why, why, just from a personal, why do you think it is that it is primarily men, or the the, the larger proportion mm. of suicides are male? Um, what, what do you think is like based on your experiences? Or I, I, th- I think what we get asked all the time is why why don't you include women? Women are more socially evolved. They'll mm. talk to their pals. They'll tell their pals what's going on. Whereas mm. guys will go to the pub and we will shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk about everything from football, films to, to just see what that lassie's wearing. Do you know what mm. I mean? We won't actually talk about what's going on in our head. Yeah. Um, and I think you just bottle it up. It's like it's like a bottle of juice. If you don't release that. Fish, yeah. it's going to explode, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what men do. It's just that whole toxic masculinity that big boys don't cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, suck it up, go on with it, dry mm-hmm. your eyes, whatever you want to do, which is wrong, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it takes a bigger man to show emotion. Um, so I, I think we're, we're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not naive enough to think we're going to save everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're doing all right. But the fact is, it's, it's good to see that it is being recognised. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, th- I think you're definitely right. I see it. Like, say, I coach wee boys football, and I try and make a, a big effort to not be like, man up, mm. suck it up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, if the boys are upset, or talk, I try and talk to them through it. So, yeah. do you, so it just goes well. I don't know. How did you How did you get involved? How did it come about? Me, I've had my own issues with mental health. Uh, I was first diagnosed with depression when I was 21, so that's 20 <coughs> odd years ago. Um, and about five years ago I split up from my first wife just pretty pretty shit time basically yeah, yeah. Um, fell in love with the first person and plenty of fish as you do in this, this modern era <laughs> um, and moved myself through to Moneyfeath in Dundee just isolated myself and my friends my family um, and I actually started getting migraines and the medication they put me on I took a reaction mm-hmm. ended up on uh, different antidepressants uh, and I just started getting panic attacks and anxiety attacks, didn't want to leave the house. And then when I did, I thought everyone was talking about us, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the biggest side effect of that medication was one, was you all have suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I was walking about, back and forth to the doctors, past this big massive wood of trees. Um, and I, my head was telling me to kill myself. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to die, but it was telling me to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it culminated, I, I just had enough's enough. Packed all my stuff up. It was all sitting labelled in the garage so mum and dad could just come through and pick it up. And I was standing my noose round my neck in the garage when my, my daughter, who would have been 13, 14 at the time, phoned me on her way home from school. She was living with her mum ages to tell me I love, she loved me. Oh um, that stopped wow. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think seeing the devastation that's left behind with Andy's family and, and my, my best mate, uh, Adam, who we, we work with, and, and basically we're trustees up in Scotland now for Andy's Man Club, mm. seeing the devastation that his family's gone through after losing someone as well, I'm just, mm. I'm grateful that I've not put my family through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think discovering Andy's Man Club, it's definitely saved my life mm. uh, since you, that, do you know what I mean? Well, you mentioned something before, you said about, about medicine, and mm. I find it does help some people. It does, for, no, for totally, other people, totally. It, it, um, um, yeah. it, it doesn't work. Do you find a lot of people that you talk with that uh, at Andy's Man Club, they, they say, you know what, I did try this and mm. I've come here and I feel 20 times better just yeah. for talking to yeah. somebody? Totally. Um, there's, there's three things we don't talk about in Andy's Man Club. Medication, mm. politics and religion because it affects everyone different. Yeah. Um, oh, so we just like avoid that. it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, right, make yeah. it a better place. Um, but no, I think 
the, the biggest thing for men walking through the door once they realise that they're not on their own that's that's, that's what I got out of it as mm-hmm. well that first time you, you realise you're not on your own you're not the only one that's having those problems mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think that just kind of makes you a wee bit relieved there is other people going through it and we, we can get through it together eh? so, I, just from my experience I, I went through a, a year's worth of CBT mm-hmm. over a year ago like you said just I spotted my my ex panic attacks mm-hmm. and it was the, the it was the for me it was speaking to somebody about your issues and them not looking at you like mm. you were mental. Yeah. yeah. Immediately yeah. just it settles the mind down a bit. Yeah. So I can imagine, especially for guys, like it must be the world of difference. You must yeah. have some people that just it's, it's turned them around. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, uh, one of our guys, and I think you know him as Nickel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's been coming to the group for almost two years now. Uh, he's actually running the group. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So f- to see that guy coming in for day one, not wanting to speak to anyone, headphones on, no eye contact, and you see the difference in the guy, and he's mm-hmm. now actually fronting up Perth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which for us is huge. Do you know what I mean? He's uh, out there. He's quite yeah, out there. He's, he's, he's really good. Uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's had some powerful shares. So, uh, And we see that every week. We mm-hmm. see a guy walking in, no eye contact, just looking at the floor, not wanting to speak to anyone. And then by the time he's walking out the, the room, he's saying, I'll bring biscuits next week. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's, it's that big a difference in one meeting. Mm. Uh, so you can imagine as, as it goes on through the year, if it, like, Nickel's been coming 18 months, the difference it does make. Mm. Uh, and it quickly becomes a habit. If I, uh, even now, if I miss a meeting, I know it's a difference. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm lucky I get two because I get one in the jail as well. So, mm. um, But it's, it, is, it does make a huge difference. Definitely. Um, so um, how, how how does it work like going in? Because it can, like you were saying, it can be quite intimidating to go in, even though you know that you want to share these things that are getting you down yeah. or you know that are that are on your mind. But you go into there and there's a bunch of people that you don't know. I kind of picture it like you see in the movies where there's like an intervention where everyone's yeah. kind of sitting yeah. around yeah. tapping the, yeah. the styrofoam cups. Yeah. And so how, how does it work? If I wanted to go in there and I wanted to go in there and share, how would that work? Hey, well, most people obviously follow us on Facebook or we get a lot of referrals for, for workers in the, in the community or from. Uh, the hospital as well um, one of the things we do is for day one we've met at Costa's at St Catherine's Retail Park so we're there from half five to half six mm-hmm. so anyone want to come down or, or bring family members down to, to help them through that door the first time because it's the hardest bit mm-hmm. uh, we're there to break the ice and then we can give them a lift up the road mm-hmm. uh, failing that they just rock up at McDermott Park quarter to seven um, someone's usually standing in the car park and someone's usually standing outside the door that uh, the mutant suite they use so people do say alright how are you doing? You hear for Andy's Man Club because we got a lot. Obviously, McDermott Park. There's a lot of dads there mm. with their kids. So, mm. for a few conversations, are you coming for Andy's? No, no, I'm just here to watch my son. <laughs> I'd me. imagine as well. So, it'd be quite. You'll probably. Get, I'd imagine you could probably get people trying to make that first step through the door. Mm. It'd be quite difficult. So yeah. there'd be somebody outside yeah. just like just, and you just catch your eye. You know what I mean? We're all wearing the, the Andy's Man Club stuff as mm. well, so they, they they can see who we are. Um, for guys six, seven weeks and about walking down the car park and just about turning and, and just mm. it's no for them but mm. they eventually come in and think well, why did they not come in sooner mm. um, so we're happy to meet anyone and we've got as I say we've got a lot of contacts <laughs> through social media people saying can you meet my son outside or whatever so and we do mm. uh, and a lot of parents a lot of wives girlfriends actually bring them down mm. for the first time just to get them through that dory because they, yeah. they know that they need the help do you, I know sometimes in just speaking with my GP when I wasn't feeling well mentally, mm. um, they, they give you referrals like different things. Um, is there a way that you guys could get in there and speak with different yeah, doctors we, and say yeah. like, hey, yeah. re- recommend us, you know? Well, uh, obviously they can't refer us. They, they can signpost. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, myself yeah. and Adam obviously we've been doing this for two years now and we've raised a lot of awareness we actually spoke to the Perth GP referral uh, the GP forum um, last year 
took us a long time to get in. But so there are doctors out there that are aware of us. Okay, great. Um, we've we've done six awareness sessions with NHS up at Murray Royal. So there's been people from all over the NHS and, and Perth and Kinross. Um, the crisis team know about us at Nine Wells. Uh, Karen Weller aware of us mm -hmm. at PRI so we are out there and there are people knowing about us and, and signposting eh? mm -hmm. uh, and lots of different other agencies across Perth and Kinross as well that know It's an amazing thing because for me I wasn't too bad because I I managed mine to a point probably not quite well but mm -hmm. I was maybe four or five months waiting for my appointment up at mm -hmm. Murray Royal so the fact that you guys are there every week yeah. filling that gap that's, eh? that's excellent yeah, because like you say I like you say, with the help of mm. the people around me, I was able to get to my appointment fairly unscathed. But mm. there's a lot of people out there that maybe don't there's make it to their appointment. So things like this are massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like anything. The, the doctors are res restricted by oh, yeah, budgets, etc. Yeah. And they've only got a, a small window to see someone. Mm. And what we found is they'll go through a checklist because that's how they've been trained. So bang, 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 right, take mm. this medication. Whereas Andy's Man Club fills that void of just sitting there and listening. Mm -hmm. We don't promise to fix anyone's problems. We mm -hmm. don't, we're not going to tell you how to fix your problems, but we'll sit there and listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what, what happens? So if I, if I come, I just come up and I share whatever's getting me down or whatever the issue is, mm -hmm. what happens at the end of that? Do I get feedback from other people there? Or do yeah. they say, hey, I've been in that situation yeah. too and this is what I did? Yeah. Or? Well, the actual meeting itself, so we're, we're there, we've got a cup of tea, a biscuit, uh, some home baking if someone's donated some stuff which the, the public's been really good with Perth mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. uh, we go through five questions so the first three questions are always the same so question one is how's your week been so that could be anything you could get a, a smorgasbord of things uh, question two is one positive so even if you are having a really shit week that one positive could be you walking through the door mm -hmm. you know yeah. what I mean uh, which yeah. is huge and three anything you want to go off your chest which <clears throat> can be huge um, that could be the first time someone's actually shared what's going on. I know for me, my first meeting, I had never told anyone my story before, not even my parents. Mm -hmm. um, and I was sitting with my best mate who I'd worked with for 15 years and just went, bleh. Mm -hmm. And he went, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, and then he told his story and I went, what the fuck? Yeah. We just hadn't told each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you, you get a lot of stuff out um, and then we stop for a break, another cup of tea and a biscuit. And that's where the peer support comes in. So if I'd been experiencing the same things as you, I'd come up and say, look, I spoke to this person, that person, this is how I dealt with it. Mm -hmm. So that's where the support comes in and they go, right, cool. Um, question four and five are positive neurological response questions. So I guess you're thinking about good shit. So it could be your, your hero growing up. Or uh, Last night, the quick fire question was, if you had a, a superpower, what would it be? And what would be your superhero name? So it's a wee bit of fun and a laughter and, and mm -hmm. it just gives you that wee lift to walk out the meeting. Yeah. And they leave the group absolutely buzzing, high fives, handshakes, mm -hmm. hugs. Um, but anyone that attends the meeting can get added to a closed group on Facebook, um, which is for guys that have attended that meeting and that meet that group only. So it could, it could be guys there for day one mm -hmm. uh, that still attend or haven't attended for a while, but they still got that support. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, <coughs> excuse me, last night there was a guy having a really shit day um, and shouts out for help uh, and the guys just rally around and support him eh? mm -hmm. and just make sure he's safe. Um, so that's happening 24-7 across the UK, across 20 groups. That's fucking amazing. That like, is amazing, yeah. Like, I, I'm quite <laughs> lucky because I think the three of us especially, this is what we use, that's similar to what we use this space Even if we don't talk about it, we have an opportunity, especially for three guys in their, their late, late 20s, <laughs> uh, to their 30s, you know what I mean? The Thank opportunity you. to actually see two of your good pals <clears throat> once a week for at least two, three hours, to me especially, is fucking... 
is unbelievably helpful. Yeah. Even if I don't yeah. come and tell these guys what's happened during the day, if I've had a shite Tuesday, Thursday, whatever day we record on, just mm. the opportunity to sit with two of my best mates and get shit, off shit chest is, is, yeah, is, no, is unbelievable. Yeah. And I, I've never, I've often come in to do a podcast in a shite mood. Mm. But I've never ever left a podcast yeah. in a shite mood, so I'd imagine it's much the same. It's for much the, guys the same, yeah. I, I don't ever remember leaving a, a meeting at Andy's Man Club in two years and just going, that was shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, you always go out buzzing, um, and the wife will testify to that. You come back into the house and you're, you're just buzzing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting there till the back of 11 before I can even think about going to bed. Because you've got so much going on in your head as well, do you know what I mean? And, and not all negative shit mm. there's, a, there's a lot of positive stuff goes out there as well so yeah, well, just it's um, you put here like you say it's, it changed your life and it's yeah. you've, we've done the pre-interview for those that are listening and Alex put it it made him a better human saved your life so mm. do you reckon it's just it, it changes the way that you look at things I think so yeah um, and is it like so that's your beacon like if you've had a really shite week you know you'll get I know I'll get my I'll, release yeah. you know what I mean um, and I think as well as has been my my saviour, I think the amount of guys that have saved across the UK in the last three years is is unbelievable. And when you when you go to the, like the public events and you speak to family members, it's like having the old Dave, John, whatever back, mm-hmm. um, and it's just giving them that new lease of life. Eh? Um, I I believe I've, and I, I'm not preachy here, but I believe I found my purpose, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's something that I'm, I'm grabbing by the horns. And, and Adam's the same. Um, we've given ourselves 10 years to, to make it as big as we can in Scotland Definitely um, and I, I think as a, as trustees we've, we set targets with, with the rest of the guys down south mm-hmm. uh, and one of our targets for the end of the year was to hit 500 men a week so we smashed that already mm-hmm. nice. um, and we're not even halfway through so uh, we've got another meeting at the end of the month so I think we'll be reviewing our targets so, Fucking um, so it's, it's good it is, like you say, it's, it's insane that it's taken this long to for us for mm. people to realise that men can talk yeah. about stuff as well, and you get a lot of shit nowadays, especially nowadays how men are terrible people, mm. which a lot of them <laughs> yeah. are. But like, I mean, yes. but like the, the 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 real stigma is that men can't show weakness, mm. and I feel especially when I I've not been to the club, but I don't know if you'll be the same. Like it's it's better to you see you've got a daughter, you see, you know what I mean? yeah. but I feel like since I've went through treatment, I've become a better parent because mm. I know how to teach my wee laddie yeah. or show my wee laddie I can be scared I can be upset mm. I can be sad and that's fine mm. so do you reckon it's sort of helped you in other aspects of I your life so. as well yeah, yeah. I mean I, I've got a stepdaughter as well who's 12 so going on 13 so we actually spoke to our primary 7 class last year and spoke to a 30 odd kids mm. which is probably the scariest presentation I've ever given by the way <laughs> but definitely important because uh, oh, those are the huge, kids you got to oh, reach huge. Yeah. Um, and we were actually invited back so I was there last week talking to sixes and sevens so mm-hmm. it was 70 faces which is it's terrifying <laughs> do you know what I mean um, and it's totally different because the presentation we do for adults mm. is it's real it's hard hitting we're sitting there talking about suicide in our own journey with, with mental illness um, but kids you've got to try and Aim it slightly different. Yeah. Just they do. They take it in, um, and I think we noticed we certainly with Katie's class, they still look after each other. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is brilliant. When yeah. especially when they're going up to the big school, it's a it's a whole different ball game when they oh, got there. So right? but, high school's fucking yeah. scary, man. Is it? See, if you not if you not think back when you like you go from primary seven being the big fish in the small pond, and then you take that one step up, <coughs> and all of a sudden you're fucking tiny again, <laughs> and the rules have all completely changed. Yeah, I never felt like that. Oh, I fucking, I was shit scared the first year, like a couple of months at high school. 
I, I was too, but I was, I, I looking back on it now, I had no reason to be. Like I was yeah, kind no. I was kind of like one of the, the bigger kids anyway. So yeah, yeah me too. I never really. And me, but so did you when you how many classes have you spoken with or how many times have you got uh, to school? To that school? primary school we've, we spoke to primary sevens last year mm-hmm. and then six and sevens this year. Uh, we've done senior induction with the grammar school in Perth. Uh, we've been up. We've done a few sessions with the, the college and the STEM classes, the, the engineers, mechanics, and stuff oh. like that. We've been up there as well. Okay. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff in Dundee. We Dundee and Angus College, but actually we through to Dundee University tomorrow to do a presentation. Mm. Um, we've spoken to greenkeepers and probuses and um, the, the, one of the biggest ones was, was standing up in the, the horse cross and speaking to 350 greenkeepers, you know what I mean, which, mm. which is huge. So we, we've spoken to thousands and thousands of people over the last two years, uh, just trying to get the message of why we do what we do and, and why Andy's Man Club is so important. Mm. Do you think that um, when, you, when you've spoken with younger men, that there is kind of a culture change where they are more open than let's say you were or your your peers were when you were younger and more uh, willing to talk nat- naturally without much, you know. I don't know. Um, the, the, the funniest one was at college and it was, we were talking, funny enough, it was SSE mm. were there. Um, we, ended up, we ended up going, <laughs> the end, end, SSE ended up flying us down to Southampton to do a presentation to your uh, new starts mm. um, off the back of it. But as soon as we stopped, they all went back under their phones. Mm. Um, any questions? Nope. <laughs> Got it. Um, so I, I don't know. I think communication is different for the young team. Yeah. Um, the girls will text, what's for tea? They're, they're sitting up the stairs, do you know what I mean? Just oh. shout down, ask. Yeah. I just rubber it and it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, just rubber it. Out. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Especially when you've seen you've read it. Do you know what I mean? That makes it even better. <laughs> you know I mean? um, but no, I, I think we've got quite a concentration of guys in their early 20s that come to Andy's Man Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. um, I think our youngest is 18, um, which is our, our, that's the minimum mm-hmm. age because we're all volunteers. So our guys are just punters off the street. Mm-hmm. Um, we've no formal training we don't do PVG checks on them but, which is why we, we keep them above 18 yeah. um, so we do have a, a concentration between 18 and, and, and early 30s So, mm-hmm. and right up to we've got one guy I, I don't want to make him too old but I think he's about 76 mm-hmm. um, it must be strange especially for somebody that age because it just wasn't talked about mm-hmm. do you know what yeah. I mean? it, just, it wasn't even if you go for my, my dad's in his 50s I don't mm-hmm. imagine this was something that was talked about when he was younger, that yeah. was the generation I've just fucking got on with. Yeah. And that was... But, but speaking to my granny, she's she's 80 plus, um, and it's like, oh, all this never happened in my day. This is what it did. It's just, there's more medium it's to, the same to, like to the, communicate. It's the same like there's no gay people uh, back in my uh, day. It was like, yeah, well, that, it, well, was, it was. It was. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just because it's on the TV, it's in the papers, it's on social media, it's mm. on the radio. Do you know what I mean? It's just more publicised now. Is, uh, I suppose as well, is, it'll be getting that thing tried change it from just being a tick box exercise mm-hmm. to actually driving the message home that this yeah. is important mm-hmm. this needs to, something needs to change mm-hmm. and I think social media has been brilliant for that mm-hmm. so I mean we wouldn't be Andy's man club the size we are without social media we're, we're all over it um, I think we hit 300,000 followers in a month just over Perth Dundee Dunfermline and the Scotland page so, oh, yeah, so hitting that many people on Facebook is huge because mm-hmm. yeah. um, you never know who's going to see it eh? yeah that's honestly, I remember so a friend of my brother's, uh, sadly, two years left last mm. last year, and you guys done, there was a fundraiser down at the Bar 44. Yeah. And mm. like you say, the, the trail of destruction that it leaves. It leaves, yeah. And 
you get people saying, oh, it's selfish. He goes, well, it's no selfish. Mm. The fact that these people, they see no other way. Mm. They see that life is would be better without them. Mm. But to see the difference it made, see how many people brought in mm. to actually get the word mm. out, was, it was like, you see, I wasn't super close to the person who passed away, mm. but my brother was, and all his pals have been friends, best friends mm. for years. And to see everyone together, you could see it made a, a difference to mm. them just that there was that support out there and that someone was trying to actually do, do something. something about it, yeah. So it's, it's that ripple effect, eh? You drop a, a stone in the water, it just keeps going and going and going mm. and going. So you never know who you're going to affect, eh? Yeah. It's, it's just it's sensational, man. The, the work you do, like, let me sit and blow smoke up your heart, eh? But, like, it's... it's oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's well worthwhile, eh? Definitely, uh, man. It's, and as I say, it's, it's made me a better human being and, and Adam and all our guys, eh? It's, mm. it's improved everyone that's attended, so... It's, it's excellent, man. Like, it's... I don't know what to say, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so positive to see that in, in a world, especially nowadays, where it's so tough to try and find something positive to talk about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's good to see that there are people are like yourself willing to take the time mm. out their own lives and we all kind of how difficult it is just to balance everything yeah. to, to make the difference for young men and old mm. men and just men in general. It's, it's huge. Sometimes we put more hours in for Andy's Man Club than we do for the prison service mm -hmm. yeah. uh, in your full time job. And it's, it, is, it does take up a lot of time, but. Without the back of our families, we wouldn't be able to do it. So, mm. do you know what I mean? I, th I think it has to go off to them. They they support us, so we can support the guys, eh? which is huge. That's what I was going to say. You, you you mentioned a couple of times um, uh, the prison, and and uh, I see that you wrote on the the pre-interview HMP Perth. Mm. Uh, do you do the similar similar yeah, thing yeah. within the the uh, prison? Yeah. yeah. So we, that's how we kind of started it. We we took <clears> it on as a project for work. Um, and myself and Adam were both physical education instructors, so the old PTIs, so we, mm -hmm. we take them for gym and football and stuff like that. Um, and it was just something we wanted to do for, for wellbeing and, and, and just giving the guys something else to do. So we blagged our way into a, a NOMS meeting, which is English Prison Service down in uh, New Bold Revel, and just to meet Luke. Uh, something that we'd seen, we'd seen the picture at So Katie Talk uh, across Instagram and that and just wanted to find out more. Mm. So he says, yeah, you can do it in the prison, but you have to start a community group. So like, right, cool. So we came back up and tried to put it in place. It took us six months to A, get a venue mm. and B, get lookups so we could actually officially launch it. Eh? Mm. So we launched in the, in the prison 4th of September 2017 and then in the community on the 18th of September. Um, and we, we run the prison group on a Thursday because that's when we can fit in the timetable. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a day off, we, we, one of us, we both go in and, and run the group. Mm -hmm. um, five years ago, you wouldn't have had that kind of openness in a prison setting. Mm -hmm. um, the prison, prisoners wouldn't talk to the, the staff for a start. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. now, in, in today's meeting, the guys are like, we don't look at you like screws, we just look at like one of the boys. Because mm -hmm. um, when we're in that meeting, it's Alex and Adam. Mm -hmm. um, so we had 15 guys this afternoon um, we've got 30 on a list because we can only take 15 each for security mm -hmm. um, and there's about 20 odd guys on the waiting list so it's quite popular in the prison I was going to say it'd be good especially you see a lot of people in the prison <clears throat> would must have some well, mm. not all we've of all got mental health says, so be every single yeah. one of us has got mental health so um, and you don't have to be suffering from poor mental health or suicidal thoughts to come to Andy's Man Club mm -hmm. you may just want to be there to support other people or, mm -hmm. or in the jail it started off as just to go to the cell Mm -hmm. But guys are getting so much more out of it now mm -hmm. that it's become a big part of their week as well. That's amazing. It's and we get guys coming as soon as when they're lived, they, they come to community groups as well. So mm -hmm. it helps them keep them out of prison as well. Say, you know, just be a, that support network because yeah. just what a lot of people need is mm -hmm. just something there in place, like a constant, is mm -hmm. what makes a difference for. Yeah, Especially totally. when you're out of prison, yeah, you yeah. need to have something in place 
and if it's something familiar as yeah. well, that'll help them transition a totally, lot easier. Totally. Yeah. So uh, we've got quite a few companies. The, the three groups that have uh, been in our care, as it were, which is good. So, so, I, 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 you don't know what I don't really want to say much because, like I say, it's, yeah, I, it's this unbelievable thing that you guys are doing, and like every single person that walks through the door should be unbelievably proud that there's people trying to make waves to, to change what's, I think, as well has become so prevalent in the last year how much of an issue it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've, my family's been affected by suicide in the past, and it does, it reverbs for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't just go away. Like at all, do you know what well, I mean? Adam's, all... Adam's loss was thirty years ago. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It still affects the family now, so yeah. but, and it, I, I always will. Yeah, but no, like you say, man, the work you're doing is just fucking unbelievable. And like, Cheers. I can't believe. Uh, I bet you can't believe how far you've come in no, just under nah, two years. Nah, it's taken us by surprise. Yeah. Um, it's taken the whole organisation by surprise to to be as big as we are after not even three years. Yeah. Mm. Um, our third birthday is on the the twenty ninth of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's I think there's about ten us for Scotland. The facilitators going down for a just a get together as facilitators and then the, the birthday party at night. And I know there's some of our guys are actually talking about driving down and. And getting Airbnbs and that just to come at the party, which is huge. Yeah, the growth has taken us by surprise. Yeah. Um, but then that also is on the back of the hard work and the commitment and the hours well, that you're a, also yeah. putting uh, into. I, th- well. I think we're talking about that today, and I think the, the the groundwork we've put in with Perth being the first one in Scotland um, and giving that real solid base is, is benefiting Dundee and Dunfermline, mm. and it'll benefit the other clubs as we grow off Dunfermline into Glenrothes, Rothes, Kirkcaldy down into Edinburgh, Falkirk, Stirling. So our plan is within 10 years to be across all major towns and cities in Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, as well as obviously down south. You guys are the literally UK, in a position so. then to lead the yeah, way and to, yeah. to really expand and grow as much so, as, as possible. And, and I never thought I would be a trustee director of a charity. Uh, mm-hmm. Never. Do you know what I mean? So even that, I mean, that was a huge honour when uh, Luke and Elaine asked us, eh? mm. um, huge honour. So And one that we're, we're going to do a damnedest to, to keep Andy's man club yeah, going and, and grow it. The fact, Jimmy, yeah. that you guys have done this, you know what I mean, like, look who started it, just off your own back, you know what I mean, grassroots, you know what I mean, mm. just, it's, it's a shame that it's, it's had to come to, you know what I mean, you, like people, just people off mm. the street doing something about it, rather than, you know what I mean, because mm. obviously I know that the government are making some changes, but like the fact that you guys are making the real difference here, just off your yeah. own backs yeah. to make a change, is, is, it's inspiring really, man. Like it's, I, I, I went through like a similar kind of down period mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and when I went and I spoke with my doctor I was like and he was like yeah you can download this app Headspace mm-hmm. you can do that and I was like not really what I was looking for had I known that he had said hey you, you go to, to McDermott uh, yeah. you know, on Monday night between this time I'd, I'd have been up there in a minute yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh. know what I mean just so I can go talk yeah. for even just for a night just to yeah. be like oh I gotta get this off my chest <laughs> so it, it, when you said that you were speaking with the GPs and getting that in right. there that's super super yeah. important for people, for doctors to be like, look, I know I can't help you. It's not in my hands to do something, but if these guys but can these help can. you, go yeah, there totally, and do something. Totally. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> ah, it's, it's sensational. I think. It's a tall order, but it is, you uh, know, trying to change people's attitudes and perceptions. One meeting at a time, one social mm. media post at a time, you know, one word of mouth, mm. anecdotal, you know, story. You know, and just get somebody to crack a smile yeah. must make the world yeah. and, a difference. And even, like, they just, you just hit it there, that, that post on social media, that, mm. the amount of times that we've had messages back saying, you don't know what that message did to me on that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they might not come to a meeting, mm-hmm. but the, watching it on social media does help them and does yeah. get them through the week. Yeah. Um, so it's a powerful medium. Um, it's got its <coughs> negative sides as well, but... It's, it's nice to see 
there being a positive side to social media. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was, yeah. actually, I was I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, thinking, "What the fuck am I yeah. on this app for?" <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? the fact of the matter is that it can make a, a good yeah. a difference, and like, say, a grassroots campaign like yeah. yourselves can can just kick off just through word of mouth through social media, and it kind of. I'm officially the only person in Perth prison that has has access to Facebook. Lots of prisoners do, but that's that's another conversation. <laughs> but, uh, I'm the only member of staff, and that's just so we can we can keep it up and running and, get, mm. and keep posting stuff and and keep an eye on our guys as well. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. uh, sometimes they do need a wee bit of support and that, and we're there to help them. Do you know I mean? Like you said, the, the rehabilitation, especially prisoners, I think you'll mm. agree, is like there's it's difficult to to do. It is, mm. it's a, and it's it's difficult to stop people from reoffending. But mm. things like this could make all the difference in the world to these yeah. people once they are released and trying to get mm. back into normal society just to have that constant in their lives and have that I think the routine of having it you know at the set time on a Monday is quite important because mm. as a prisoner your life is heavily regimented it's completely yeah. scheduled yeah, for you totally. then you're out in the outside world and there's nobody to tell there's you you're there. having your yeah. breakfast now you know it's <coughs> lights out at this time so having some form of routine in their week I'm sure is yeah. beneficial and it can be scary because we've, we've got guys from untried to short term to long term lifers that are coming to the group so mm -hmm. A guy could be in prison for 20, 30 years and get out. A, a huge culture shock. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's the institutionalisation, yeah. isn't it? It could, yeah. could, like you said, be like folks struggling to come out of the army or whatever. It's just mm -hmm. that's been their life. It's, mm -hmm. I, not like that, but actually, I was married for a few years. It's not like being in the jail, obviously, but <laughs> when I first split out with my ex, it was my routine was completely yeah, all over the place. You feel isolated because I mean, you have no one to talk to. I'd went from seeing my wee boy every day to only seeing him on a Wednesday and all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. And it, the culture shock's unbelievable mm -hmm. even for something that small so I can imagine that like, coming to the jail even after maybe six months is mm -hmm. going to be it's huge ah. it's huge but the like, good thing is there's, there's loads of people that have come out of the jail and, and stayed on the straight and narrow and now are doing stuff similar to this and, and working in recovery and, mm -hmm. and using that lived experience to help others eh? which is which is powerful that's I, awesome I'm man. sure that's when you probably know as well that you're really really starting to, to grow and it, it's really blossoming because by that point you've got guys who have been with you since day one mm -hmm. they're like you say like Nicole for example they're already now away running their own, own, group, running yeah. their own yeah. groups, that kind of thing, and just continuing yeah. to build. Which is build. brilliant, and the only, the only way we can put it, I mean, if we said to him loads <clears> of things, <throat> it's like that proud parent. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've, you've given this guy the skills to do what he's doing, and he's, uh, he's running with it, and, yeah. and making a huge success. Yeah, We've not been to Perth for seven weeks. We, we rocked up last week, and, and uh, to see it, how it's grown and mm. sustained itself is brilliant. It was just oh, like so. giving people a purpose, you mm. know what I mean? Something to, like whether they're hosting it or not, just that, that thing to even if it's a crap weekend, a mm. shite week, but that two hours is where they can get it off, off chest. And it just feels like a reset yeah. point that they can then build on. And I think it's good seeing them, especially when they're all walking about with the gear on and you mm. see them down the street and you go, brilliant. Because <laughs> people recognise it now. We've got a taxi, we've got a learning school that's got a oh, yeah, logo taxi back on it. Yeah. Uh, we've got workers' vans and stuff. Like, <laughs> men especially are willing to walk down the street with the mm. gear on. It's huge. Which is an open admission that I have been I there. Manage, I have, right? I've struggled and this is what's happening. I try and make an effort, especially on this, and I think Andy's <coughs> talked about his personal, Mike's talked about his. Mm. We think we've, well, maybe not consciously, but we've decided to be as open and honest on this as we can because it's it's a medium. It's and a I think, platform to do so, yeah, yeah. I think when you've got a platform, no matter how big or small, you've got to try and be responsible and 
do something because a lot of the time we just make dick jokes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's They're a, still to come, by the way. Yeah, still... he, he does. Me and Mike don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a few here. Because I've spoke to a few people, my mum especially, she's like, who have you got on this week? And I was like, oh, boy, Fanny's man. She's like, that's fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. she's dealt with me and my brother's mental health yeah. for her life and her own <laughs> stuff. Do you know what I mean? So like, and you've affected her mental oh, health. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every day for the last 30 years, right? So... Yeah, think, it was, it was kind of... Oh, sorry, Andy, go No, I was just going to say, I think, you know, the shirts is a big deal because that, again, shows you an actual shift in attitudes. Mm-hmm, definitely. And for saying, you know, somebody's quite proud to wear that and anyone who does recognise it goes, fucking top, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, that's a big I, deal, but I, those small things all accumulate and very quickly snowball. I've, I've tried and, to make a point, even especially from this and things, is like, at my work, if the... You always get the, the stereotype. Well, it's, t- it's mental health awareness week. But then, as soon as somebody maybe brings it up, everyone's like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's not a subject you want to discuss, is it? Do you yeah. know what I mean, our, our banner says suicide's the biggest killer of men between eighteen and forty-five. It's hard hitting. That's the truth. I think it's, it's trying to make people not uncomfortable, but showing people that you're comfortable mm. enough to admit to it. That then might make somebody else. Oh, I, I actually feel mm. like that too. And it's, yeah. it's trying to get that, that, that avalanche, that snowball the, effect, the, isn't it? The, the thing, that certainly the momentum change for us as, as a charity, we, we've stopped using the word commit suicide. Mm. So it's, it's complete or take life by. Because mm. commit's always been seen as a, as a crime or as a sin. And, and I think mm. even that's changing. Do you mm. know what I mean? Even the church and the Catholic church are starting to say, look, you'll still get into heaven if you believe that. Mm. And bang. So I think society's changed the way they look at it as well. Yeah. I think it is, it is, it's, like you say, there was that, that thing that's like, I can't do that, it's selfish, but you've got to try and take a look from the person. That person is so, feels like they're so beyond help that nothing will get better unless they're gone. And that yeah. must be a fucking terrifying place it's to be. It's a shit place yeah. to be, eh? Yeah. Uh, so, totally. I mean, like you say, totally. do you, I, honestly, your honesty there is, is unbelievable. So, like you say, we really appreciate you coming on because it's, it's difficult for people to come out and just be as honest as that about mm-hmm. low points it's in got, their it's life. It's got easier, eh? It's mm-hmm. the, the, the first couple of times that I've not ashamed to say, I was in tears doing my, my own story. Eh? It's, mm. it's hugely powerful. Um, it's harder to do it to a smaller group. Uh, and I remember doing an event in the, the green room. They were raising money uh, for a young musician that had, had taken his life. Uh, my mum and dad and their pals were their pals were there. Eh? And my mum and dad knew my story because I told them because it's like we're starting to do Andy's Man Club and need to tell you blah blah blah. Um, but it's still it's still really hard, really emotional to say it, especially. It's to mm-hmm. someone that you know, eh? I would imagine they said, "Well, let's say you've, you've got your own kids." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to to, to be able to like you put yourself in the shoes. Like mm. if you were to say that, if your daughters were to say that to you, mm. it must be hugely affecting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then there's there's a whole other thing as well that your parents go, oh, "I have done anything differently." And I think mm. it's trying to change that idea that it's it, it's not. It could be from outside factors, but a lot mm. of the time it can just be it's the just way you're in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Um, honestly, man, like really appreciate you coming on, like because oh, cool. that's. It's amazing, and let's say if anyone's listening, do you know what I mean, and you are struggling, then reach out to somebody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't sit and be in silent. Do you know what I mean? Even it's messaging the page, and we can refer mm-hmm. you on the club or something. Like that, do you know what I mean, just yeah. What's sure. what's the best way for them to get in contact? Yeah, uh, well, we're all over Facebook. So there's Andy's Man Club Perth, and there's Andy's Man Club Scotland. There's also Andy's Man Club UK, which is the main one. But as I say, there's twenty odd Facebook pages. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can even email us Perth at Andy'sManClub.co.uk. Well, so we'll make sure we share the share the living daylights sort of oh, everything yeah. on this on the page and get the message out. But let's see, man, your story, like what you have done, is is nothing short of mm. amazing. It's, it's surprised us. Yeah. Uh, we've done things that we never thought we'd do. Mm. Um, we've walked over hot coals. We've climbed Kilimanjaro, and 
we've, we've spoken to people that we never thought we'd speak to. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's been a huge journey so far, mm -hmm. uh, and one I'm looking forward to continuing. Amazing, man. Well, let's see if, uh, thank you again for coming on and telling us if you're happy. No, thanks to for having us. sit and talk shite yeah, for probably I'll, the next 45 I'll minutes. I'll try and well, add to so. that if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Chime in when you want. Um, but yeah, no, like, like I say, everyone, Andy's Man Club on Facebook, um, we'll, we'll share out all the details. Um, yeah, fucking do it. If you, if you need it, do it, man. It's amazing. So, yeah, let's talk some shit like we can, like fucking pros. <laughs> <laughs> How well, was everyone's week? That was, was that, you mean How days? was everyone's two days? Yeah. Three days? That was not bad, mate. Aye, it'll be a sell. Um, Ash, can I just ask quickly? Yeah. So we, we were talking about this. I mean, might give me a, might put me up on the way over here. Mm -hmm. Minutes. Okay. Is that a woman's car? Yeah. That, that's what I said. I don't know, like. But you've never driven a Mini. I haven't driven one either, but I don't I've know if heard. this is what I'm saying. Alex, you're a tall guy old, as well. Old Mini or new Mini, it depends. The I've old driven, I've driven are... both. Uh, old Minis are better to drive, but oh. it's like a go-kart for me. Anyway, it was okay. like a go-kart by roof. <laughs> if you remember the week when the champ was on, remember I was explaining to you how the oh, champ's, uh, his late father used to do up the old uh, racing well, Minis. Well, see, that's what I'm sorry. I should have specified um, old Minis. Yeah. I think they're cool as fuck. New yeah. Minis. It's a hairdresser's motor. He's only saying that because Rachel doesn't drive a Mini anymore. If Rachel was still driving the Mini, I can guarantee he would oh, not be saying that. I wouldn't say it to her face, so. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> she scares me. What about yourself, Michael? How have you been, mate? Um, been well. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, did you see um, the stink that was kicked up by Joe Brand yesterday? Or the day before, actually. I see. I seen you retweet something, but I, I didn't read it because I knew you'd tell me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, Joe Brand, comedian, yep, uh, comedian, uh, was I think she was on a podcast for on the BBC, and um, she made a joke about um, me, you, and Megan were talking about Nigel Farage getting hit with milkshakes. Mm -hmm. Um, and she made a joke, something about throwing, instead of throwing milkshakes on them, throw acid on these people. Um, and I, I listened to it. You got to get it in, in context. Like everything, say, everything yeah. needs context. So I was like, before I say anything about this, I want to make sure I listen to the podcast and see what she says. And then the audience that were listening to it got a big laugh out of it. <clears throat> do, do comedians have a license? You're a budding comedian yourself. <laughs> do comedians have a license to say stuff like that and get away with it, though? I, I think... Context is everything. Mm -hmm. Context is absolutely everything, regardless. There's a, a comedian, comedian, a YouTuber, a personality guy, Dapper Laughs. Yeah. So he was on the up and up, had a show on ITV2, and at one of his shows, someone in the crowd shouted out, speak to my pal, she's gagging for a rape. And he then repeated, sorry, did you say she's gagging for a rape? And that's the line that the press printed. Oh Dapper God. Laugh says she's gagging for a rape and he got his show pulled mm. had to come off social media because of the backlash he got do you know what I mean so I think anything can be funny if it's funny Yeah. if a comedian makes a joke you don't have to laugh at it but I don't I think if you're, if you're out to try and offend people you're not a very good comedian I don't, me listening to it, I guess you guys haven't heard it, but me listening to it, I didn't think she was trying to offend, or maybe she was trying to offend Nigel Farage, but um, I don't care about that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> she, yeah, she said, why bother with the milkshake when you can get some battery acid? That, that, those were her exact words. And then it turned into the police investigating it, which I think is a huge waste of money, because if you think that she's going to do that, then there's, you yeah. know, where are we going with That's this? Just, you know? I, I think, and a lot of... <clears throat> Like a lot of professional comedians have made this argument a million times over that anything can be funny. 
Yeah. In the right setting, with the right set of storytelling skills, at a comedy show or on a podcast, I don't think anyone should say anything, anything that we say that could be considered offensive. Anyone who listens to the show knows that that is not our aim. Yes. And it's the same like you're sitting with your pals. I've said some horrific things <laughs> in my friends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's always been as the moment. But like, I've, I've been in group chats where if someone screenshotted a message when none of the pre-messages or messages afterwards, <laughs> I could end up with some serious jail time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, it is, it's a grey area because I don't think it gives people licence to say anything. Yeah. But I think you should always take into consideration the context. If, like, um, Boris Johnson, for instance, he said Muslim women look like letterboxes. Yeah. He's not a comedian. He's a serious politician. He was talking about the dangers of the burqa. Now, I'm not a big fan of the burqa. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, but not for the fact that it's part of their religion. It's because I don't think it's right that women should have to have their faces completely covered up. Yeah. But Boris Johnson wasn't saying that at a comedy show. He wasn't saying it on a podcast. He was saying it in an interview about an issue of racism. And mm-hmm. I was like, that immediately gives levity to people who are racist. Yeah. Whereas Joe Brand's a comedian with 30, 40 years of history telling jokes, being a genuinely quite nice person. Do you know what I mean? It's, I think it's, con- it's contextual, and I think there has to be a certain level of common sense when it comes to saying things. I, I think a lot of this comes from the conservative right feeling that they don't get a fair shake when it comes to stuff like that, or a fair shake when it comes to anything, really, which I somewhat agree with. I think that um, they are judged a bit harsher when it comes to certain things. Would you agree with that? See, again, it's... Like on social media, they're quicker to get banned for certain things than well, yeah, but then liberals are. You've got to try and find there's, there's people like Tommy, Tommy Robinson kicking up a fuss because he's been banned off of Facebook. However, he incites violence yeah. and racial hatred, whereas Joe Brand's cracking a joke. Mm-hmm. She's not calling up for white people to be called and she's not being, she's not being racist or horrible. No. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Tommy Robinson, Nigel Farage, these people have actively... Like, whether they do it or not, they know what they're doing. Mm. Did anyone not watch the video of Tommy Robertson sucker punching some guy at the football the other week? Yeah, I, I read that uh, that guy was harassed. Not, not, no reason but for violence, that, but that's the guy was harassed. You, you, you still didn't cold cock a boy no. when he's not looking. Do you know what I mean? That could be dangerous. Like, but if you're going to go out there, and like I say, I don't, I don't think anyone should be, whether you're an arsehole or not. <sighs> See, yeah, no, you're making a good point because I don't think people who don't, Incite that type of thing should be assaulted, but I don't think anyone should be assaulted. But I think it's funny when Farage gets milkshake. <laughs> okay, no, we're going to get to that. Yeah, but I'm just um, going to take that shovel off you. Then. <laughs> I, I, I just feel I was going to the circles. Thanks for that, mate. We're, we're going to get back to that, but like I'm looking at a tweet now, and it looks like a, there's a, a woman who severely burned with acid, and someone has tweeted, "Joe Brand endorses this." Mm. So now it's like. This is what I, somebody from back at home put something about Chris Rock. I want to go see Chris Rock, probably in I think we January. talked about this before, yeah. yeah. And um, Chris Rock said, uh, he said something like, I want to see a white kid get, get shot by the police or something like that. Yeah. And then he said, uh, my, so my friend put on Facebook, oh, I'm not going to watch Chris Rock stuff anymore because he's a racist and he wants to see white kids shot. And I was like, he may want to get white kids shot. Or he's trying to make a point. Yeah. So you, you have to use your brain to kind of mm. figure that out. If you don't like it, fair enough. I understand why you wouldn't like it. But we need to kind of use common sense here. See, honestly, man, like, my old man always said, like, offense can only be taken. Yeah. I mean, you can't give offense. Mm. But it is, there's got to be on a, a level playing field. But I think, and this may just be my lefty opinion, but I think if you incite 
fear or hatred with less than facts. See if Tommy Robinson was an arsehole, mm-hmm. but he was coming away with actual facts. It's hard to fight that, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have as much of a problem with him having a level playing field. However, he's playing to, I've said this in inverted quotes, so it's not to piss on S, the uneducated masses. Yeah. Like your auntie who just reads on Facebook saying, 55% of Muslims are unemployed and are claiming benefits. <laughs> Do you know what I mean that? If they say something like that and someone goes, I read that on Facebook, that That's fucking true. must be true. From BritainMatters.org. It's yeah. like, no, that, those don't work. <laughs> it's like the Brit- Britain first, the Spanish chapter. That's what gets me. See, it's funny. You said, you just said there um, that if uh, if the person was nonviolent, like, like Tom, well, Tommy Robinson is violent. He is an asshole. But we got into a discussion on Twitter about throwing milkshakes on Nigel Farage. Mm-hmm. And you and Chuff said you agree. You thought it was a okay. Andy, how do you feel about Nigel Farage getting covered in dairy? It's a dangerous game, guys. Nice. You know, milkshakes today can easily be... <laughs> no, no, hang on. Milkshakes okay. today could easily be knives tomorrow and bullets the next day. Gotcha. Okay, I thought you were going somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't think it's big. I don't think it's clever. I think some of the people who preach the most tolerance are actually some of the most intolerant people yes. in society. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a lot to say on this. I really don't. I just don't think there's any need to be going around throwing anything at any, you know, public servants, no matter how... Perfect traffic works. You know, how, how badly <laughs> you think of that. You know, milkshakes is acceptable today. In five years' time, you know, it could be something else. It could be bullets next week. I, I just think you've got to keep things like that in mind. Yes. I, just, so. I, I think my main issue and <clears throat> is... And this goes for left and right as well as the amount of inaccuracies you can get away with on the internet. Oh, it's terrible. Do you know what I mean? Because there are people who will read a meme or a made-up stat and immediately think, that must be fucking true. Mm-hmm. And when presented with facts, this is again for left and right, don't want to hear the other side. Is if Tommy, Tommy Robinson and Nigel Farage were online with proof and backing up facts with what they were saying, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't mind as much listening to them because I'm quite happy to listen to a fair like Andy Max the perfect example always comes with an unbiased opinion regardless of what he himself thinks my father always taught me accept nothing question everything Mm -hmm. and never trust a man who prays that's what he always used to tell me really (laughs) fair enough so yeah except you know forget the third part I was going to say Jesus motherfucker no but that's fair enough I'm joking joking. that's what he preached man except nothing question everything do your own research make up your own mind make sure you're reading from a number of different sources well don't you think like Alex like don't you think it's tough nowadays to do your research because there's so much fake stuff out there it's hard to find out what's true and what's Mm. not 99% 99% of all stats are, are false. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it was a McDonald's chocolate milkshake, I certainly wouldn't be thrown over anyone. Never mind. It was, actually a, it was a five guys peanut butter was milkshake. It? So, so wait a minute. So now, that probably cost about six quid. <laughs> Apparently right. the guy was like, I just bought it and just I was really looking it. forward yeah. to it, but I thought this was... <laughs> Were you that angry? Yeah, because I thought I'd have my two minutes of fame on social media going round. Isn't this guy a fucking hero? Mm. Whoop-de-doo on Twitter because he threw a milkshake at a politician. Because he had no substance, he had no argument, he had nothing he could debate with the guy, mm. so he had to resort to throwing a milkshake at him. That's the thing, yeah. And this is what I talk about him all the time, Bill Maher, one of my favorite comedians. He always, when he gets people on his show, he asks them, he's like, do you go on Fox News? And he says, no. He's like, you have to go on there and you have to talk to them, get inside that bubble, and then you, ha- you have to break down their arguments and make them look stupid mm. or 
Throwing milkshakes that's, not going to work. Not talking to them is not going to work. You have to engage. Do you have to challenge these people? That's what I, I think. And I, I probably was at the time. I was probably caught up in the whole, ah, fuck, why you far That's what a wank shaft. But like, Andy makes a good point. You make a good point. And I've read things on the internet. Is it? Because it could easily happen to Nicola Sturgeon. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It could easily happen to Jeremy Corbyn. It could easily happen to, I don't know, I like Corbyn. Do you know what I mean? It could happen to. <laughs> could happen to anyone walking down the street. Exactly. Yeah, 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 if somebody sconed my maw and he'd do a milkshake, I would kick fuck at them. You know what I mean? I guess the thing. So, I was just really, like, you, you, you work in the prison, so from from a, a law enforcement or a like point of view, what what would you what do you think to that like Andy's point and Mike's point as well? Uh, well, going back to the the battery acid one, um, guys used to get hit over the head with a PP9, which is like a big massive battery. So I suppose if if she's gone to the time to take it out of the battery, then it's a waste of time just to have the battery. <laughs> just, the I mean, just stick in a sock and kosher. Um, no, I hear, you see scary stuff all the time in the, in the jail. They, rather than battery acid, it's uh, hot water with sugar on it because it just sticks. So it's, you can see, you see some nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very clever. They, they can make things up, put a, a toothbrush or a pen or... So I mean, yeah, also, exactly. so I mean, so they said that's because they've got so much time. That's yeah. how they come up with such ingenious methods of ways to either escape or to hurt up one another. Yeah. It's because they've got so much fucking time yeah. on their hands well, to sit in. Friend, friend of mine, um, his mum and dad used to live. Um, I'm not going to say, but it was on the outskirts of Perth, mm. um, and where they were, you can sort of see the jail from where they were. And my mate's dad was out in the garden one day and there's a fucking Tesco bag just plonked in the middle of the garden. So he picks it up and opens it. Three massive bricks of cocaine. Hey. Uh, and a couple of phones and SIM cards. Mm. And they'd obviously been trying to fly it via drone into the jail. Dropped it. And it'd fallen off mm. the drone. Do you know what I mean? So things like that, like, they say, they say, <laughs> it's like technology is getting more advanced and like, and like anti-crimes getting more advanced, but the crooks are getting more advanced as well. Got to. Well, we've got two guys in just now that actually filmed themselves on the, the drone. So they had it sitting at the table a bit like this and they're talking about what they're going to do and where they're going to fly it and it, the drone was filming it. Okay, so they started <laughs> selling. So as much as they're ingenious, they're incredibly stupid <laughs> at times as well. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you'll be but they, they try to get stuff over dead birds Coke bottles, catapults, drones, do you know what I mean? It's, they're, they're clever. Mm. Huh. They'll always find a way to get stuff in. That's mental. Uh, I once heard that the easiest way to get drugs is being in jail. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's ten times the price. Uh-huh. Um, and, and an iPhone, for example, will go for a thousand pound in the jail. Uh-huh. Um, Jesus Christ. And there's only one place you can hide that. Oh, the old oh. prison wall. <laughs> Fuck, they go for about a £1,000 in the I know, world right? as well, man. Jeez. That's a new one. Nah, An update on my phone, by the way. Tangent. Update on my phone. Don't, don't, ah. Don't, ah. <laughs> so, so I sold it, and then the person had no feedback on eBay, which is always a bad sign. And then it was somebody in Italy. But then they had like this weird thing where you could, you send it to eBay, then eBay sends it to whoever and just pay whatever the shipping would be. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But they haven't paid yet. So now I'm going to the next person down the line. I'm going to be like, I already offered to them. I was like, oh, if you want it, you can have it. But they haven't paid yet either. So I need my money. I want my money. I'm going to go up to the prison and sell to somebody. <laughs> I got phones, man. I don't do you, ever do you, know, do you not problems? just hear Alex say, where you got to keep it? Did you not listen to that part of this? Look, story? I need the money, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> the hardest bit is getting the charger up. <laughs> getting my hoop. I, I got a tail, yeah. Unless it unplugs itself. You're like, fuck. <laughs> oh. You have a lot of problems buying and selling stuff online, don't you? Um, this is the first time I've had an issue selling something. Is it? Yeah. It's usually just 
accosting Amazon drivers <laughs> in the street. <laughs> and that wasn't me, that was Skyler. That was Mike me. ran up on an Amazon driver in the middle. I didn't like, run screeched up his car him. in front of him. Hood <laughs> <laughs> up. It's because I, like, I robbed him. I'm going to be in the jail soon. Yeah. No. We were down there the other week, actually. Some some place, like, absolutely massive. Amazon yeah. warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah really? We had a, really a stall down there that's huge. Want to have a go in there, like, just yeah. wander about. There's like 500 staff walk past you in about three and a half minutes. Really? And then shift, it was scary. It was just like... It's meant to be huge, a huge place. very, very difficult job. Yeah. Very yeah. demanding hard, on hard your work. physical could imagine, fitness. Could imagine. Ten minutes it took us to walk for the car park to reception. There you go. That's how big it is. The one in Dunfermline? Dunfermline. Really? Man. You only see kind of the That's side of it when you're driving, When you drive past, it does go on for a yeah. fucking while. Yeah, it does, actually. You're right. Like, yeah. When you actually stop and think about it, it's like, That's a big fucking building. <laughs> there must be some cool huge. and some weird shit in there. And some weird people. Ah, yeah. This is factory workers, man. Like, if that's where you're going, that must be a, a strange place to go. What else we got on the list today, Michael? Um, let's talk burnt. about. Let's, oh. Sorry, no let's, bad. Let's bad. talk about your working out. Let's talk about because you've been, had this on there for a while. How, how is the exercising going? <laughs> it's going well, actually. You're still going. I am still going, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm approaching week two. I'm, I'm sorry, week two. <laughs> oh, <is> no. Week <laughs> two? No, I'm approaching, this is month two I'm starting. Okay. Yeah, so April to May, May to June, yeah. Are you jacked yet? Uh, I feel jacked. How do I look? Yep. Oh! <laughs> I love how you said April to May, May to June, as though May to June's been like a whole month. How many months did you say it was? Well, it was the middle of June, so it was coming up on two months, yeah. Just um, checking. I felt, I felt a little... Um, Soft, I guess you can say, because I was doing, I was trying to do squats. I'm doing like a full body workout now mm -hmm. instead of doing like a body part a day because I was getting clowned for that. They were like, oh, that's, that's old fashioned. I was like, all right, so we'll do some full body stuff. So I looked up, it's called Two Buff Dudes, I think it's called on YouTube. That's not an exercise video. <laughs> <laughs> it was on porn. What do you mean? No. Um, so I found the, this workout and part of it was squats, doing front squats. So um, I was doing them, but you have to put the bar like on, and it looks like you hook it with the two fingers. But I wouldn't have my elbows in the right position, so I had the guy in the gym trying to like kind of sort me out, and I was like, I, I can't do it. And he was like, No, you just have to put your elbows. Out. I was like, I can't do it. And I was like, All right, look. He's like, Try this one. So he gave me like this huge bar to use with like pads all around it. You oh, ever seen that? Yeah, the bitch pads. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what they're called? Don't lie. Don't do that. That's what I see. That's for girls. That's for girls. Take the bruise on the top of your uh, spine like a fucking gentleman. That I don't mind. If, but if I'm doing it on the front, it was just it was taxing on my wrist. Just rest on your breast. No, I will not rest <laughs> on my breast. Have you got the buff? Buff Dudes 12-week program book, Mike. Uh, yeah, oh not the book, no. no. I'm on the website just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a 12-week plan. Oh, look at the guy there. He's absolutely He's got the swans jacked, out? Bro. Absolutely oh, jacked. He's so, got the swans out. Buffdudes.com. See, we, we don't lift weights at, in the prison. It's all bodyweight exercises. Smashed the circuit this morning at quarter past seven. All yeah. bodyweight stuff. What kind of stuff do you do? Just squats. Squats. Yeah. Push-ups, yeah. planks. See, I, just, I don't know if it's all in my head, but like, I've got really fucking bad knees and mm. I find it easier to squat with weights than I do bodyweight. Bodyweight mm. squats just, my knees start to fucking swell. But with more weight? With, with more weight. I don't know if it's because the actual muscles are engaged so it's not just like the tendons and that moving around. So I, I find it easier to squat with weights than I do just bodyweight. Because mm. if I do bodyweight squats and I'm limping afterwards because mm. my knees are fucked. <laughs> so would you say that your knees, they're not bra? No, they're... they're uh, <laughs> They're not, but you know, there could be a case made. If they're bra and all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 
like things like a bike, going a bike, do you know what I mean? That's it's good for your knees. Low impact and it, it builds muscle as well. Yeah. You know what I've been I've been hitting too toward the end of my workout, the the assault bike. Right. Like that thing is brutal, man. I was doing it like is that twenty. The where you're just like, yeah. It's like a, a ruin. It's like a one of the oh, what's the fucking machine? So near bike, bike yeah. Fan and yeah. yeah. If I was doing like twenty seconds on, like twenty seconds off, and then and then I noticed that there's like a thing, and there's like a a button on there where you can do it's like ten seconds on, twenty seconds off, and I was like, oh, it's probably a little bit better <laughs> for me. I'm stumbling out of the gym, lightheaded and shit. <sighs> the assault bike is definitely no, but it's it's yeah. good for you. How many times are you training? I'm going like three times a week. Three times a week. Yeah. If we, we could do that in a day. What do you mean? Well, we, me, me and Adam had a circuit this morning. Yeah. We had 18 prisoners in the, in the jail this morning. Then we played tennis with a couple of boys this afternoon. Uh, left him, he's playing tennis with one of the staff now and maybe play football. So we could train two or three times a day. Mm. You need to commit yourself a crime. I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, you need to get in a jail. <laughs> two million pound gym and it's, it's free membership. Oh, yeah. Six month contract. At least. <laughs> six, three to six months. Man, you're black. You're getting like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take that personally. Uh, <laughs> all right. So bra or nah? Bra or nah. So uh, Alex may know. So bra or nah is our, is our weekly feature where we we go over the the topics that might be dividing the nation, and we boil them right down to say whether they are brought they go in the brawl of fame or not, and they go straight in the knob in. Yes. And we might come across a. There are no in betweens. Well, no, it's got it's extreme. You've got to nail your. If you say that too quick, it sounds like something else, doesn't it? The knob in. No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, see. I like that. It's all very high. Big joke number here. one. Yeah. <laughs> right. What have we got today, Michael? Greg Tarbit. Tarby. Tarbo. Pocket watches with suits. Bra or no? Bra. That's a nice look. Say I agree. Pocket watches with suits. Oh, That's steam, a nice look. A nice pinstripe suit. I have a little I pocket fucking, watch in I there. fucking love a pocket watch, man. Oh, I've a, got robber, a robber's dream. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A robber's dream. Yeah, you've got a big bit of gold there hanging out your pocket with oh, a chain on it. It's true. You just walk over. I got a really nice one. My cousin, I was my cousin's best man, and that was like the, the gift. He gave me was a, a pocket watch. Oh really? Oh yeah, it was, f- it was fucking beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah. one of my most prized possessions. I'd like I only take it out like very rarely. Timepiece. Timepiece. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't even check the time. Like you forget to wind it up because I'm not used to taking my phone out to check the time. It's literally just so I can go. <laughs> it's not even wound up. I'm just like, train's coming soon. Gotta wear pipe. Gotta wear spats with that too. You gotta have spats on your spats. shoes if you're. Uh... That's a fairly American thing. Is spats? You don't see a is lot of spats it... over in the UK. Is that not? Military. Buff dudes wear them. Buff <laughs> <laughs> Two buff dudes name of the podcast. There you go. What do you think, Alex? Bro. Bro? I'm going with that. Like a pocket watch. Sliced, I'm going definitely bro, man. All day. Uh, Billy Morrison. Double dipping of dips, i.e. sticking your crisp into sour cream, then salsa, and munching possibly leaving a little sour cream in the salsa. I'm okay with it. His wife, Joanna, hates it. No. Bro, no. No? No. You don't double dip the chip? Nah, <laughs> I am fucking boiling at the thought of it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no joking, man. What about, <laughs> quick tangent, what about um, your butter? Will I find crumbs in your butter? No, you will not. What about any butter in your jam? Uh, no. No? Do you wipe in have... between slices? Eh? Do you like wipe in between like... Like crumbs in like Madeira and that? Yeah, you don't no, see anything? No, really, you know? no. So do you get enough in your first scoop Like, I, I cut it a fucking wedge <laughs> with a spoon. You're no, using <laughs> a quarter of it at a time? Jesus Christ, your cholesterol's to the roof. Another quick tangent. Is there anything more satisfying than when you open up like a fresh jar of like peanut butter? Yeah. And you get a first scoop because it's totally smooth on the top. Oh, that's just a beautiful feeling. 
<laughs> no, I'm, no, no. no, that's cool. No, I like that. Uh, I, what I don't like, and we're going off on another tangent here. What I don't like is leaving the little white piece of paper on top of the butter or the sour. Or Fucks the, me up. I fucking don't like it. Noise. Take it me. off. Take it off. Why is it there? It's the same with like, like I don't know if anyone does it. Like people who leave the little protective thing on their computer. Or like you know, you get like a new bit of technology, and it's got the plastic. Oh yeah, that used to be me, and I got oh, shamed. Oh out. man, because I just, I'm just my mum and dad used to do it all the time. Like, you can't take it off. I'm like, why not? And we've got like a new laptop now, so you, you got to leave it on. I was like, why do I have to leave it on? You paid for the screen to use it. Take like, it off. No, nah, I took it off. Take it ground and so. Sorry, the dipping the chips, dipping of the crisps. Sorry. Andy's no. definitely not. Alex, we know. No, no. We think. I don't mind it. You don't mind it? I like a wee bit of like. Um, Mixture of flavors. Yeah. So like, you know how Asda or even sometimes in Tesco they have the four dips in one. You sometimes you get a little bleed over, especially if you have a buffet at work or something like that. Seeing that, I'm not I'm not much of a dip guy. Like if I'm getting nachos, mm-hmm. I like my shit to all be on there anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm not much of a like getting a four dipper. And I just want my crisps. See, my nobody problem. likes that Thousand Island one that always comes. <laughs> no, in the it doesn't. Is that I, don't want, I don't want to see any of that in my sour cream. Is dip. that the wee pink one? Eh? It is. I yeah. made time for that shit. Like no that. time for that. No time for that. I'll go bra. All right. I don't mind. I'll say bra too. No. So, but uh, that goes straight in the knobbing because the guest gets the desired yes. vote in the event of a tie. Motherfucker. Big J West uh, playing music from a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> playing music from a Bluetooth speaker in your backpack while walking around. Or on a bus. It's like the new version of the original Ghetto Blasters. But seriously, maybe I'm getting old, but there's a fat kid in skinny jeans bumping Ed Sheeran past my house every day that's about to get straight up drop kicked. I was now, Jay's a big dude. I'm so. surprised Jay hasn't drop kicked him already. Like, that seems like that's a legitimate reason for a scalp. Jay's a large dude. So if you're listening, the fat kid listening to Ed Sheeran. Wait, first of all, who's listening to Ed Sheeran out loud walking down the street? Yeah, that's I know, if I listen to Ed Sheeran, I do it like everyone else does, shamefully to myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, keep that in the headphones um this has come up before bobby parker brings this kind of stuff up a lot yeah yes. people making noise on the bus people making noise yeah, in public, see, chatting on the phone i see like mm. if if because i seen like there was somebody when i was walking past the skate park a few weeks ago there was yeah. somebody doing it they were skating about and i was like ah, that's fair enough that's probably the arena for it but yeah public transport middle of the street mm. no that's that's what headphones are for yeah so no so it's, it's a definite no for me it's a no for me too plus like i'm going to say we've done it Mentioned earlier, we climbed Kilimanjaro last year, and one of the boys had a Bluetooth speaker, and we we rocked that shit all the way up the mountain. Oh, right? See that game? Oh, that's different. That's, I mean, that's, that's fine. Different. Like, not if like if you're actually and everyone in the group. Public transport, no, but ah, is that, yeah. I, yeah, no, because I can understand that, but no, there's no danger mm. you're getting up. Like, somebody's getting away with that. Like, I'd, I'd actively go up and smack a youth in the mouth. And, like, <laughs> fucking sort yourself <laughs> out. A youth. Ute. These two youths. <laughs> These youths, man. No, um, that's a no for me. Like, yeah, it's a no for me too. Daryl Ann Miller says, Pro- Perth. Bro, no. Bro! This is Perth Premier Podcast, Daryl. I, I don't know what you're I, trying to get over on us. It does my tits in when people slag off Perth. Oh, it's shite. There's nothing to do here. It goes, that, but go out and do something about it. I just sent her an angry face Good. for that comment. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I think, like, yeah, Perth's not the greatest town city in the world, but. It's, it's ours. It's all right. It's not. It's quiet. It's not. You don't have all the, the 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 things of a big city, but you don't have all the crime of a big city. You don't have all the hustle and bustle, which I kind of like. So, but people would say there's nothing to do in Perth. Aren't getting off their arse to go and find. Yeah. Stuff to really, Groovement's just set up a a weekly uh, night at the Ice Factory every mm. Saturday. They're going to have a no major DJs like no major pop music night other than the rumba and stuff. So that's going to happen there. So there's another club in Perth. 
blending stand out. This podcast, there's a whole other host of podcasts yeah, yeah. popping up. Do you know what I mean? There's music on at the green room, there's music on at the Tams, there's open mics on at the venue. People just can't be asked getting off their hoop and going and finding something. I agree. So, fucking Perth, Doss. <laughs> Andy Mack. Well, Perth? Yeah. I'm not from Perth, so I can say it's shite. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what do you think about Perth? Well, I, I'm not from Perth either, but it is, bro. I think yeah. no matter where you live, you'll say the same thing about your hometown, eh? It's, there's nothing to do because you're used to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I love Glasgow and Edinburgh and that, but Perth's my home. Like, I like yeah. Perth. It's, it's big enough, it's small enough. I mean, I'm happy I was raised here, so... I'm happy I'm raising right. my daughter. Pipe Dune, Darlan. Pipe Dune. Pipe Dune. This is a good one from Ralphie Roggs, right? Oh, wait. Did we, we, that was... That was uh, a bra. Three Andy bras and a... Uh, no, okay. No. Just just go what you want. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Dundonian. Um, <coughs> Ralphie Roggs. Sim only f- phone, deal, phone deal. Sorry. I can't read tonight. Bra, managing to keep your two-year-old phone in good enough condition that you're more tempted by saving 20 to 30... for a call on this. Carry on. That you're saving 20 to 30 pounds per month on your contract uh, that you are shipping that old bastard off to Mizuma for a few quid then upgrading to the latest model or no getting a new expensive toy is all part of the fun I say bra I'm on the iPhone 7 bra see my phone yeah yeah it's a piece of shit it's an absolute bit of wood mate <laughs> but I've the Samsung it, wood but I've got it on a Vodafone page you go sim because I don't need a contract phone anymore everywhere I am I'm on Wi-Fi that's true. If not, I've got my laptop on me. Yeah, but yeah, you're a laptop never guy. Go anywhere with it, my laptop. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So for me, it's just like, yeah, fucking. I used to do that every year. Upgrade your phone. Oh, a new iPhone five this year. Oh, mm. great, that'll be forty seven ninety nine a month. Mm. I feel like you're taking a shot at me right now. I'm not taking a shot, <laughs> no, but no, I just realised. I mean, we talked about this before the show earlier on. You know, just the change of what I've done in the last few years. Now it's kind of like you look at all the things you used to spunk money on, like Sky TV and contract mobile phones, and you go. It's fucking thousands of pounds a year, man. Hell yeah. That I'm throwing away, what, for the latest handset? True. So I can watch fucking Chelsea Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? It's just yeah. one of those things. It's like pay as you go or a SIM only deal. Folk are selling secondhand phones all the time. Hell yeah. Folk are selling those new iPhones. You probably get it like 200 quid less than you bought it brand new, but the thing's like three months old. Yeah. What's well, a big deal? Mm. Plus, they're better deals. That, that, better prices monthly as well. Yeah, Connie's got that too. She's she's doesn't want to upgrade her phone at all. I'm talking her into upgrading, and she's like, "No, I don't want it." She's happy to have her sim only deal and pay like half of what I'm paying, and probably has more data, probably has more everything than I do. So. I'd probably do that exact same thing. I upgraded to the iPhone Seven, and it's just the only problem I had with my old phone was that the memory was shit. But this has got great memory, so yeah. And the new iPhones are too big. I don't like yeah. it. It just feels uncomfortable. Yeah, I stepped down. It feels like I stepped down the size. So yeah. But to be fair, this isn't the new, newest iPhone. I don't think. That's not like you, man. You yeah, really it's miss not. No, I'm, 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 I'm happy to be a year behind. They're gonna come out with a new phone in September, so I'm, I'm happy to be a year behind. So. I'm trying to look at it pretty pragmatically. All I use my phone for is social media and listening to music. So, if I can do those two things, I'm quite it. happy. Yeah. I'll say bro. Yeah. Similar deals, if you can get away with it, yeah. Hell do you know what you should do? Instead of getting a fucking all singing, all dancing phone, get an absolute better wood phone and get yourself a really good tablet for the house. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
get yourself a really good iPad or a good, you know, Acer one or whoever. Windows better Wind, by the way, that was a, I like that. <laughs> better better Wind. Phone. Phone, better Wind. LG. Who has got an LG phone <laughs> in 2019, bro? Come on now. That's just, you can just leave your message Andy back and he's working. You're not going to hear back from him until about five o'clock when he's back in the house <laughs> and he turns his laptop. <laughs> I know, right? It's true. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. All right, so everyone's brought That's Alex. I'm, I'm no. As soon as I'm up, I, 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 do an upgrade. I'm, I'm yeah, getting yeah, the latest yeah. phone, mate. Definitely. <laughs> you like your technology. Bit, a bit excitement, though. Like, I, oh. I go for Samsung, but yeah. seeing as everyone's shouting about Apple, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell myself, I was like, "This is a year. This is your breakaway for Apple," and then I didn't. No, I think I'm going the other way because now Andy's man club, Evans on Apple Max. It's all built on Mac, so I've I've got a MacBook here, and it, I'm getting used to it now. But yeah. uh, it's the first piece of Apple kit I've had, so it takes a while. To I'll get probably used to end it. up getting a phone. I got a, I got a work, my work phone's a Samsung. It took me a bit of time. Like, what the fuck is this? What am I even using? Oh, don't like yeah, it. See, that's the thing. I'm actually moved away from my phones over on Android and Google. I actually prefer it more. I think mm. it's better. They are technically they are technically better. And I think because my cousin's like a complete and our computer whiz, and he raves about Android and Samsung and. Yeah. And Good I'm like, phone, that's man. great, but I don't understand half the things you're telling me I can do with it. So it'd be completely wasted on me. Do you know what I mean? I might as well have a bit of wood phone. Yeah. So right, I'm going to go bra. Well, bra a day for the old sim only. Uh, a couple more. Um, Stephen Max says Peroni Libras. A Peroni Liberis? What is that? Is that maybe an alcohol free version? Libras free, isn't it? Oh. I don't know what that is. That must be a. I could look that up. Are you looking it up, Andy? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, Liberis. it's alcohol-free. I was going to say Liberis and some... Oh, Peron- alcohol-free Peronis. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's probably still made alcohol in a Bud Light. Uh, I, I didn't mind an alcohol-free beer. I was, I was out ages ago, right enough, and I, I was on, I had the car or something, so I was on the Bex Blue. Yeah. It tasted fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm not a big fan of beer anyway. I got I've, slagged at your party a couple of months ago for uh, bringing some but like blacks in there. Because you rocked up to a house party with alcohol. I was beer. driving. <laughs> that's your choice to make. <laughs> Next time I'll just drive drunk then, thanks. Bex, you know, free from alcohol or tenants, alcohol free. It had to be Bud Light free, didn't it? No it type Bud of tenants will cross these lips, you understand that, me? <laughs> seen that. The can, the can was pretty fucking cool because it was the old school, like, can you get the red yeah. and blue Budweiser can? It was that, but it was just black and white. It was nice. It was, it was shame. It was such a... You should bring some next week, or whenever we're back here, some non-alcoholic ones. We can try them out. We'll do that as a taste test. Oh, okay. okay. Or well, we could, well, we could each bring one. Yeah, yeah let's okay. bring a time. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Bring a time each. There you it. go. Look at him. <laughs> the best one was tenants. It was just called hee haw. Hee haw. Hee haw. What do you think? Non-alcoholic beer in general, actually. No. No. <laughs> what do you drink? What's your drink of choice? Corona. Corona. Corona all the way. No lime. No lime. Nah, that's tequila for girls. Tequila, I love tequila. Nice <laughs> bottle of Patron. A cocktail. Nice bottle of Patron. <laughs> See, I say, because right enough, I, I tend not to drink them because I don't really enjoy, if I'm going to have a drink, I'm not to get drunk. Mm-hmm. I'll just get a fucking Coke or a lemonade or something that tastes nice. Whereas like beer. Beer tastes nice though. You don't I know, but some, I, beer tastes nice, but like the point of drinking beer is to get pissed usually. Nah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, refreshing. I can, yeah. I, especially a Corona. So I like a Guinness yeah. or an ale. Like a meal. See, the next time I've got to do a night or someplace where I've got a drive or a gig or something, I'll do that instead of drinking cokes all night because they end up fucking wired. And mm. then you're driving home, you get home, you've had all that sugar. It's yeah. like after a pot, just lying in my bed like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try drinking the normal alcoholics and see how yeah. it goes. Well, see, as I'm saying, in the pub, I, but like in the house, I wouldn't have it in the house. Because no, I, I no. don't tend to, like, if I'm in the house 
Yeah, some have a beer at the end of the day. That's yeah. not what I do. I'd rather have a bottle of juice. Do they have non-alcoholic stuff on taps in bars now? I assume nah. not. Yeah, yeah, no. The cider ones are good. The copper work. The other day, it was like 12 oh, yeah, o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I was working from home. I didn't have it. I'd made my lunch. Mm. I didn't have anything to drink, but there was a non-alcoholic old mout cider sitting yeah. in my fridge. So I had that. Nice. It was fucking Kiwi lovely. And lime. Ah, it was delicious. Class. So non-alcoholic beer, we'll say. What are we saying? No. No, I'm no. saying no. no. Sorry, Stevie. Um, we'll do, we'll do uh, one more. Okay. Yeah. Pa- pate, raw or no? No. You don't no. like it? No. No. Stevie Cook says uh, pate on garlic bread. Pat, He's pat, a big boy now, Stevie, so he would like something like that. gives me the bulk. You don't like no, it? No, it's a meat paste. I kind of like that. Like, <laughs> oh, just the, the sight and the consistency of it. It's like meat and butter. Mm, you're not saying anything bad here. I'm you know saying that, right? all these things. Nah, there's no danger, man. It literally, it ruins Christmas for me almost every year. My mom wheels out the fucking patty. Oh, right, man, that's fucking plenty. So, nah, it's a gnaw from me. That's a big old gnaw. It's a gnaw from me. You don't like it, no? Nah, like, it should be one of these things that I would really like. You know, was, a nice I, bit of Melba toast and that, bit yeah. of patty. I would have pegged you for a patty lover. Me right too, enough. yeah. Oh, Jay, everybody in my family fucking loves it. That's come as a really. shock to me. Nah. I think maybe it's just the fact that it's like liver and stuff like that. I don't know. See, when it comes to, uh, see, this is a consistency oh, like for it, me man. when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. Like, I love eggs, I love fried eggs, I love scrambled eggs. See a hard-boiled egg? No, I don't want any part of that. Love hard-boiled eggs. No, because yeah. like Megan made uh, ramen, pork ramen earlier for my tea, and she had like egg. egg, like the bits of egg in it. I was like, I don't like egg. She's like, really? Like, it was like the hard-boiled ones. I was like, no, you have to get them off my plate. Like that gives Ooh, me the fucking heave. I want some ramen. That was good. It was good. We'll give you a bit of ramen. Son. Whip some <laughs> up, Megan. Let's do it. Ungrateful. Chuff's been slaving away over the hot. I know, right? She's raging. That. <laughs> right. First things first. She's gonna throw a fucking milkshake on you when you get off the day. She was off. She wouldn't be so fucking stupid as to waste food. <laughs> it's not happening. She was off the day. Just like when I'm off, I cook the dinner. So can. Alright. I'm a modern man. Good man. Good man. I cook the food sometimes. <laughs> she likes beans on toast. Defensive. I know, right? So then. Not being defensive, right? You tell him. I'm tell him, Mike. Mike, just tell him you settled. Okay. Settled in. Settled in, son. All right, wait, one more, because this one was on from last, from last episode. We never went around the table. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Alex, you start. Bro. Bro? Nice okay. bit of tiger bread butter. Oh, butter. yeah. Yeah, that sold me. I can't so, go, I some can't beefy go, tomatoes I, with black pepper. Oh, I, I I'm doing it tonight. I'm starving. I can't believe Pate is about to go in the Brawl of Fame. I guess it is. That's yeah. fucked up my entire There you go. You works, notice man. Good pate, though. Good, good stuff. Like high quality stuff. stuff. Not like shit that you get like. Uh, 60 pence. <laughs> yeah. How often do we leave this fucking podcast hungry? I know. All Every fucking week. Every week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still want a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Sorry. Um, put it, <laughs> this is something that I do. Putting things on the stairs that need to go upstairs. Do you know what I mean? So like you're cleaning something like in your in your living room or something, you put it on the stairs instead of just going it going and is putting it like, upstairs somewhere. Is that like putting a dish in the sink to let it soak rather than <laughs> yeah. actually washing it? Yeah, lazy I'll shit. It, I'll soak that off. You gotta put that away. It's soaking. I'll get to it on Tuesday. Cat toast, there's crumbs on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I uh, I'm, a, I'm bad for that. I'm bad for putting things in a place in preparation for actually putting them away. Yeah, I'm bad for it too. I'm really bad for that. Andy Max, no. I can tell right now he's going to tell me. No, it's like if, it, if I'm going away to move it, it needs to go somewhere, I'll put it there. I'll know just get halfway there and just leave it and be like, I'll come back to it. 
Yeah, you're far more practical than you're so Best, you're much better at being a human being than us. I'm going to say bro, because I'm a lazy fat cunt. I'm going to say bro as well, Alex. Bro. It <laughs> yeah. happens. Yes. Yes. Listen, I'll leave everything in Mars anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where it's meant to be, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and he's no stairs. <laughs> exactly. That's true, yeah. Neither do I, actually. You just haven't been next door. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen my secret he stairway upstairs building. to Murray Gates. I've <laughs> 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 to see the gate up the stair, man. Do we? Do you have anything that you were watching and listening to? Do we want to even go into that, or, or did you come prepared with anything? I've, I've got to be listening. Oh, okay, all right. Think right. I just have. Did you watch Black Mirror yet? I watched the uh, the video game one. Yeah, the one with Anthony Mackie. Yeah, all right. Well, was, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Hold on. That was fucking right. strange. All right, what do you got, Alex? Uh, the one I'm watching is those Bad Blood on Netflix. Bad Blood. Yeah, uh, but uh, Mafia in Canada. Ooh. Second season. Um, watch lots of subtitle ones on Netflix. Protector, nine one one on Sky, mm-hmm. Seal Team, just usual random stuff. Game of Thrones, push ending. You like it? You didn't like it? Oh, I was so disappointed. I like the, the I like the whole last series up until up the until last one. Aye. Like so, I've I've said I said that as like, I'll watch I'll watch all the episodes again yeah. apart from the last thing. That was guff. That was yeah, shit. Brutal. It was shit. Uh, Mike, you've been through anything the last few days? Um, no, but I was going to take this opportunity to throw out a philosophical question about Black Mirror. Okay, okay. Uh, Andy, do you have anything first? No. Okay. <laughs> so, um, are, is anyone planning to watch Black Mirror? Because I won't I've spoil it. Any of them. You haven't watched cool. any of them. All right, so I'll explain the premise of it. Um, so, this is it's two guys. Um, they show them in the beginning of the show. They're playing video games. It's like a Mortal Kombat type game. It's just like back in the... Back in like, I guess, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s, whatever. Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, something like that. Fast forward, it's to around, I don't know, the not too distant future. And they're in like this immersive video game where they put this little pod on the side of the head and they, they, they go into this world and they become those characters and then they can fight. They can feel the punches and everything. They don't actually really get hurt, but they can feel everything and they bleed and everything, but it heals up quickly. Mm. So um, so it's two friends and they're playing. and w- Two men, male friends. Two yeah. male friends, yes. And men being men, of course, what do they start doing? They, there's a female character and a male character. Of course, they decide to have sex. No, see, see, you, see, you say of course, right? The thing about this thing, so I, so in the game, so it's effectively like a street fighter. So in the future, they haven't seen each other for ages, and one of the guys is young, free, and well, not young, he's single. Mm-hmm. Another guy's married, kids, typical dad life. Yeah, you're so for his birthday, his pal gives him this immersive video game. So we think you click on the side of your head, and then it syncs with your computer, and you're in the game. So. His pal goes this female character, again, the old school, like, Tekken, like, short skirt anime type of thing. Chun-Li kind and of. And then the other guy, the, the main guy, Auntie Mackie, is, like, some just ripped fucking kung fu dude. So they're fighting, and all of a sudden, they start fucking knocking boots. <laughs> and, like, it becomes this thing. It's like an addiction, but it's only, it's like, this guy's he's effectively cheating on his wife, but he's not cheating on his wife because it's on the game, but he's, he's having sex with pal, and they start texting, like, they're having an actual affair. And so Andy Mackie, obviously, he's got his wife and family. He's like, right, we've got to stop this. But first of all, he meets his pal in real life, and he's like, right, we're going to kiss right now. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> so they get off each other, realise there's no spark there, but his pal's like, it's different in the game. So that is, that's what happens in the episode. These two people are virtually banging, even though they're both dudes. Yeah. Even though one of them in the game is a female and the other one's a man. So, so 
is that would you consider <clears throat> would you consider that to be first of all is that cheating is he cheating on his wife that guy well i'd imagine in the terms of the future when he's an immersive video game he's having sex with someone who's not his wife i'd have to say yeah yeah okay and plus he's keeping a secret from her yeah, he's as well. keeping a secret yeah. okay all right that's fine is that it gay. is weird yeah is it it's it's not that it's is it gay yeah I, 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 are, are they gay males now I think, but no, because, because no, because they are with they are when they, characters when they met in real life. Yeah, they, they didn't want they weren't attracted to each other. So I, I, it fucked me up that episode. It did. It made me think, but it was kind of like, could you compare that to playing, let's say, Grand Theft Auto, and you go and shoot somebody in the head? You're not a murderer now, are you? Because you've just shot someone in the head and stole their car. That's true. That's a very good point. All right, so I'll see you later on tonight in the game. Is that what <laughs> I'll shag you in the car. Oh, Sorry, mate, mental night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it it was just a really good episode of Black Bear, and it, it, made, me, it made me think a lot, um, and I think that's probably what we are headed down. If you had to, like which one of your pals would you shag? <laughs> None of them. I wouldn't be involved in any of those Well, games. I'm insulted. <laughs> Did you know, see that picture <clears throat> of me with that woman filter on me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Deadly. Have you have you seen those Snapchat filters? Yeah, Richard? Scary. yeah. we'll get yours after. <laughs> <the picture. laughs> you never posted them up, did you? No, I put them on the Patreon, but I'll put them on the, them on the Facebook page for oh, everybody else. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, I think Jordan won anyway, so it doesn't. I did. I was, did a, he? I was I a fucking raid. Yeah, I was an absolute raid. I won on the night too. I don't think so. I don't agree with that. Oh, you know, whoa, whoa. Can I be demanding a recount? <laughs> but um, just to wrap up the Black Mirror thing, I just thought it was funny how like men have this technology to go do something like that immersive video game and then they end up having sex how with can it. I have sex just because men are just men how can you know? I have sex with this <laughs> yeah. yeah and um, yeah it was just really uh, a super good black mirror episode just made you think it was kind of like wow yeah and I had a slightly testing the weirdly depressing ending because it happened that his wife found out what he'd been up to yeah so once a year on his birthday she Spoiler would let him alert. go and shag his pal and then she would get to go out and ride somebody else as well yeah so, so it was a kind of bleak ending so they have an open relationship now it seems yeah, like yeah once a year on their once, birthday yeah, yeah couldn't do that it'd be fucking weird anyway yeah it was a strange strange episode very good though I would recommend Black Mirror too. chime in on the Facebook page please let us know what you think about it and uh is it gay or is it nay <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're doing two words all the time now gay or nay <laughs> That'd be a strange feature. So be. I was out last week. <laughs> Kiss uh, this dude, and I—I uh, I revisited. Just this is my own thing. I revisited um, an old Arctic Monkeys album. Uh, Humbug was their third album, and is, I think is the one that is the least appreciated. And I think I appreciate it more and more as I go on. It was kind of the Alex Turner was definitely on heroin phase. Mm -hmm. um, he'd been hanging out a lot with a guy for Josh Homme for the. Queens of the Stone Age was recorded out of the George, not the George, is it the Joshua Tree? Is that his recording studio? I don't know what his studio's called. I'm sure it's oh, the Joshua Tree. It's out in the desert anyway. Um, and it's got a really fucking dark feel. I don't know if I've just been having a really dark week by watching Black Mirror nonstop and fucking listening to the Arctic Monkeys. Uh, I get up to Andy's Man Club, so yeah. yeah. I've watched too Monday. much Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I used to be quite hard on it myself, but I re-listened to it again this week and I don't know why. You know, sometimes you've listened to an album a million times and then you listen to it once for some no apparent reason you put it on and it just clicks differently yeah so I got right into it so I'm going to actually give that an 8 bananas oh. out of 10 for Humbug so if you haven't listened to Humbug go and give it a listen it's a little bit more out there so even if Arctic Monkeys aren't your usual cup of tea I think that's probably their most apart from their most recent one it's their most different album it's the most experimental one out there so 
Aye, give Humbug a listen. Eat, uh, eat bananas. Eat bananas. Any other business for the week, chaps? No. No? Thank you very much, Alex, then, for coming on, Thomas, and his man club. Um, no, it's, been, it's been fun. It's been a great laugh, man. We'll share out all the pages on the Facebook. Let's see. It's it's amazing what you're doing. So thank you so much for coming on. We'll give we'll you guys a share as well across Facebook and that. It's amazing. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Podbean Monkey Sword Fight Podcast. You can email us, Monkey Sword Fight Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at MSF underscore podcast. I'm on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore MDATS. I'm on Twitter at Macapella. Thank you once again for listening. Take care. Peace. Peace.